0: Have you ever seen a grown man naked? Hey, man.
1: Gentlemen, you can't fight in here. This is the war room. Was it over when the Germans bombed Pearl Harbor? Hell no! Today, Junior? It's too late to turn back now. It's the Brian
0: thing. Indeed it is. Hello, live and on tape from beautiful Whitehall Drive here in lovely Kinston, North Carolina, where I can't believe that I was up at 4.30 this morning and it was already starting to get light. That is not an exaggeration. I forget. I guess we're really close to the time of the year when we have our uh, the most hours of sunlight or whatever. Uh, help me out with that, Keith Spence. How about this? I'm not even 30 seconds into the show. I'm already asking for help. But uh, man, I just couldn't believe it. I walked out of uh, walked in the Kentsville Community Center at 5:05. Walked out about 5:55, and it was completely light. Didn't even need headlights or anything. I just said. I know I'm 54. I should be used to this, but hey, it is what it is. Hey, it's Monday, June the 19th in the year of our Lord, 2023. This is episode 883 of the Brian Hanks show presented by our good friends over at Lenore Community College. My co-host. Yes, they are my co hosts John Dawson and Jonathan Massey. They're going to be joining me at the end of the second hour today for the birthday game. And guess what? Today is Jonathan's birthday. I would sing happy birthday to him, but uh, it would I, I want his day to start out great, not to start out bad. So uh, happy birthday uh, to my adopted son, Jonathan Massey. You'll we'll get to hear about his birthday. All the other birthdays uh, that we have, man, there are a lot of good birthdays to do uh, today, too. So happy birthday, Jonathan, here on episode 883. Of the Brian Hanks Show. It is Monday, June the 19th, as I said. Man, have we got another great show for you again. Here in our first hour, we're going to be joined by our regular Monday guest. Uh, He's the dean of ENC Sports Talk hosts. He's the host of The Drive with Mark Panicelli. That airs Monday through Friday at 5 o'clock or 5 p.m. on 107.5 FM and 252ESPN.com. It's the great Mark Panicelli. We're going to get caught up on an awesome weekend of sports. Which uh, man, I don't even know where to start. I I hope I can get to my mon- or get to him on time at about twenty minutes after the hour, because I want to talk some U.S. Open. We've got to talk the Down East Wood Ducks. Got to talk about Linda's birthday party out there on uh, Saturday. And just man, gotta yeah, you know, we'll get to that in a little bit. Just got to brag on uh, the Down East Wood Ducks, a Shiver person, and John Clemens and all the folks out there who just made uh linda's birthday party amazing and it will we had a great time and i can uh, i've never done that before like you know i've told you guys a hundred times you know with me working for the wood ducks for uh, the first five years of their existence what 2017 through 2019 those three seasons and then uh 21 and 22 seasons i've never really done any fan stuff because i always worked up in the press box and i got to tell you this year has just been eye-opening i've had so much fun and uh, Saturday was a, a big part of that, too. I mean, I, you know, I would always announce birthday parties like Shane Albee does on the mic, which, by the way, man, Shane Albee's just the absolute best. But, uh, man, just never really had a chance to uh, enjoy any of this stuff. Well, did a, a birthday party for uh, Linda. This past Saturday, and you know, what? let's get to that in a little bit. We'll get to that in a little bit. But with Mark Panicelli, we're going to talk U.S. Open. The Downies Wood Ducks clinching the Carolina League North title. Uh, the Big Rock, that was a big deal uh, over the weekend. And I'm telling you, it has just been, this was a great sports weekend. I was in front of my team at the uh, College World Series, even though I'm a little depressed, not little. I'm very depressed about that with my Wahoos, my Virginia Cavaliers. Getting knocked out in the uh, in their first two games of, it. they are already done. They're the first team out. <clears throat> so kind of a rough weekend for you, boy, uh, when it came to that. But man, uh, a good weekend. But Mark Panicelli is going to be here on our Spence Automotive guest line to talk all about that uh, here in about fifteen minutes or so. Let me tell you though, coming up in our second hour, I'm so. Excited. We've been trying to get her on this show for, I don't know, for a couple of years, I guess. And finally, finally, our uh, schedules have matched up. And this is going to be her very first appearance. She's one of the all-time great athletes in North Lenore High School. And heck, in Lenore County history, she was a three-sport star for the Hawks back in the mid-2000s. It's a great Shannon Plymouth. Uh, She is going to be joining us here live in our plush, well-lit studio here on Whitehall Drive. I can't wait, man. I mean, Listen, I've been covering high school sports since uh, 1991, so I'm getting ready to go into my 33rd season doing it. Shannon Plymouth is one of my easily one of my top ten. I'd even call her one of my top five all-time student athletes that I've covered uh, as a prep star. She was amazing. She was always so well-spoken. She was uh, in defeat. She was classy when she won, and she won a lot of games as a volleyball player. As a, a softball player, as a basketball player, she was part of that 32 minutes of hell for uh, uh, for North Lenore back there in those mid 2000s for Copperhead Lofton and for uh, coach Full, uh, coach Wayne Floyd. They it just when I look back and I think about back when I think back to those times with uh, Shannon Plymouth, it just it does nothing but put a smile on my face. I've had a chance to follow her through her career we're going to find out what she's doing now here's the part that's really going to uh going to uh <laughs> drive me crazy she's in her 30s she's always going to be that that bright-eyed running up and down the court or playing basketball or uh, yeah playing basketball or playing volleyball she was just an amazing athlete and uh again can't wait to have her on she's going to be live with us uh, our big interview brought to you by UNC Lenore Healthcare here in our second hour Shannon Plymouth just absolutely, you're going to want to. Uh, if you if you're listening like if you're listening to us live right now, and you're like, man, I can never catch a second hour, or because you're like Pam Sheffield and you're getting ready for work, or you're on your way to work, this is going to be one that you're going to want to uh, go to BrianHanks.com or SoundCloud or even to our replay at four o'clock today here on 960 The Bull, 960 The com. And Listen to because uh, I can't wait. I can't wait Shannon Plymouth in our second hour. So Mark Panicelli here in our first hour Shannon Plymouth in our second hour And we're gonna have a lot of fun with that Uh, Listen, uh, I don't have much of a Junius update. It's pretty much the same Uh, He is just slowly recovering I'm gonna try to get up there and see him sometime in the next couple of days. Haven't got to see him now and oh eight or nine days now I guess or whatever it's been and uh, need to rectify that uh, so I'm gonna try to get up there and see him but I had do communicate with his mom or dad pretty much every day and just again just really really slow recovery for him right now so keep your prayers going up I know uh, they are uh, wrapping up or they're finishing uh, how they're gonna get the, uh, uh, a goFundMe type uh, thing raising for him i believe he's having some trouble with the insurance so this is going to be a chance for you to really step up and help uh junius and his family right now in their time and i know listen everywhere i go heck i was at the gym this like i said at the gym this morning miss georgie asked me and a gentleman i didn't even know when i was walking out of uh, the community center was asking me what i you know asking me how he was doing and I can just tell you he's very beloved and people are worried about him. So, uh you are going to have an opportunity to be able to help Junius and hopefully we'll have that information for you in the next couple of days uh where you can do that. I know uh some folks have put some cards together for him. We're going to run that up uh, we're going to run that to him also. But uh again, just keep your prayers going for him. Uh As you know, Mark Panicelli is our regular Monday guest. Richard Clark, a regular Tuesday guest. Uh, Junius has, uh, since we started doing the two hours, uh, had been our Wednesday guest. But Michael Martin is going to be our regular Wednesday guest starting at 7.20 on Wednesday in just two days. Very excited about that. And he'll be uh, with us every Wednesday. So pretty excited about that. Thursday is Shane Albee as always. Paul Whittington on Friday, even though we'll be doing the show live from Jacksonville the east coast invitational this coming friday so man lots of exciting i go on vacation in two weeks uh linda and i are very very excited about that in fact we've really only got uh nine more days of shows before she and i leave uh well no is that true wait a minute no that's not right 10 days of shows 10 days of shows including today and then we go on our first vacation we're back for two weeks and then we go on vacation for two weeks so uh, it, it's the summer of Linda, which I can go ahead and jump into that again. If you've ever thought about having your birthday party for yourself or for somebody out at Historic Granger Stadium with the Down East Wood Ducks, I am your person to talk to. It was amazing. It's a, a relatively a relatively cheap price. Not cheap. It makes it sound like what they do is cheap. is a, a low price. How's that? Uh it's all you can eat, hamburgers and hot dogs, all you can drink, soft drinks and uh bottled water. Yeah, you boy put back about four bottled waters in an hour and a half. And uh man had great hamburger. Man, you the hamburgers out at, at Historic Granger Stadium are amazing. The hot dogs are too. Everybody was happy. Uh man, just so many people, and I I know I'm gonna leave somebody out here, and Linda'll get mad at me when I do that. But uh, her friends, uh, Pam Sheffield and her daughter, uh, oh Vicky Horn, uh, Coach Jimmy Smith, Brian North and his lovely wife were out there. Um, uh, uh, her brother and sister-in-law. Hey, we had a party of it was right at thirty people, and just had an amazing time. And on top of everything, the Wood Ducks win sixteen to six. In the game, we stayed for the whole game. They went 16 to 6. And a few minutes after our game ended, the hated Carolina Mudcats lost to Augusta. Greg Clemens, how could I forget? Greg Clemens was part of our party. Uh, just had a great time. Like I said, just had a really, really great time. But uh not long after our game ended here in Kenston, the hated Carolina Mudcats lost in Augusta to the Green Jackets. And that's right. The car are the uh, the down east wood ducks are your 2023 20, Carolina League North first half champions and have clinched a playoff spot. We had John Clemens on uh, last Wednesday and he was telling us just what an advantage that is to win the first half. You know you're in the playoffs. You can go ahead and get some uh, uh, postseason stuff ready and sponsors and all that. So. Like I said, man, just very, very excited about that. We are in the playoffs and uh, excited to see what the Downey Swood Ducks are going to do. Just as they become, this 2023 edition becomes another one of the great teams in the history of Kinston Professional Baseball. So, uh, like I said, just very excited about that and excited to see what our Woodies are going to do in the playoffs. Uh, We've got a good team, guys. 16 runs. 16 runs against a very good, very solid Kannapolis team. In fact, uh, Kannapolis won the series. Uh, They won the series winning four of seven games. Not that it mattered, though, because uh, the Woodies, like I said, now they're 36-24. and They close out the first half of the Carolina League season uh, by starting a six-game series in Salem tomorrow, Tuesday, against the Red Sox. Uh, The first half will end following Thursday's game, and then the second half will start Friday. Uh, The Woodies are going to be back at home a week from Wednesday. Now, not a week from Tuesday, as is typical uh, with these six-game homestands. But because of uh, July 4th, and they wanted to have a fireworks show here at Historic Granger Stadium on uh, that Monday, July the 3rd, uh, the series begins on Wednesday. So uh, don't forget that. There uh, again, uh, it's going to be nine days till the team is back at home. And heck, let's string it together and have a first half and second half champion here. That would be amazing. And if I remember correctly, I think I remember Wade telling me this either last year or a couple years ago. If you win both ends of the uh, of the uh, Carolina League season, if you win a division title both ways. You get all home games in the first round. I don't even think there's a, a road game in the first round. I could be wrong about that. God knows I'm wrong about one out of every hundred times, so maybe this is that one time that I'm wrong. But, uh, again, congratulations to the Wood Ducks. I got to see the uh, the picture, and I know you all did too. Go on Facebook. Uh, the picture of them uh, with their T-shirts on, and, by the way, John Clemens, uh, Your boy, Hanks, I, I need one of those Carolina League t-shirts, okay? I'll even pay for it. I just need one of those. They are so sweet. And uh, the video, Jacques Passelig had the video of uh, the uh, team watching the end of the game against Augusta uh, and then them all celebrating on one of his uh, great whiteboards, uh, a 75-inch whiteboard or something like that. Go to Jacques Pasolig's, uh Facebook page and you can see that uh eco has provided that to him this year and it looks fantastic and again congratulations to the Wood Ducks. Uh 36 and 24 like I said they've got 3 games left here in the uh, first half and then they begin the second half uh, on Friday at Salem. Uh just man with the ups and downs we've had with the Wood Ducks this year with uh, the sad news of them leaving eventually which we don't even know when that's really going to be. To win the first-half title with all that stuff hanging over them is amazing. It really is. Uh, so, hey, kudos to uh, the team management. Kudos to uh, John Clemens and Janelle Fitch and uh, Shiver, Person, all the folks out there for uh, all the great work they've done. But congratulations again to the Woodies. The Kenston Wingmen, uh, they are 6-7 and seven overall and in third place in the Olds North State League's Eastern Division after losing at home Saturday eight to six to a division opponent Fayetteville to the their division opponent the, the Fayetteville Shoots Blech, it's easy for me to say they are uh, they go to Western North Carolina tonight as they'll play the Marion Swamp Foxes and then they're off until Friday uh, they'll be back home on Friday so you'll have a chance to see the Kenson Wingman out at LCC they will take on Fayetteville on Friday that game is at five o'clock and then Saturday uh, they play at uh, the Brunswick surfing turf. So there you go. You'll have a chance to see the Kenston wingman this week. Uh, American Legion post 43. Thank you, coach Ty Eason. Uh, we've already been messaging some this morning. They had a couple of games canceled from uh, last week, but, uh, last night they lost at Beaufort eight to six. I don't know what it is with these eight to six scores, but, uh, <laughs> the wingman lose eight to six Saturday. American Legion post 43 loses eight to six at East Carteret yesterday, but Tomorrow night, they host Wilmington at Kenston High School, and then they're at Pitt Community College to take on uh, Pitt's American Legion team Saturday at 7 o'clock, so uh, get out there and support them. The end of their regular season is quickly coming up. In fact, I believe it is uh, Wednesday of next week is the final uh, regular season game for Post 43 before they start the playoffs. Uh, Man, I'm wondering, I think I'll wait – until I get uh, our good friend Mark Panicelli up here on the line with us to talk about this, but Big Rock man, uh, what a controversy! And I, I we'll, we'll hit the highlights of it real quick before we get Mark on the line with us. But uh, sushi in the, the boat sushi ends up winning with a 484.5 pound uh, blue marlin, but that was after uh, just the drama of uh, sensation who brought in a 619.4-pound blue marlin at the buzzer, essentially, but it was disqualified for having a shark bite. Uh, from J.J. Smith and uh, Zach Nally's story at com. the fish had allegedly been bitten by a shark, and IGFA, that's the International Game Fish Association rules, state that mutilation to the fish Prior to, and this is, quote, mutilation to the fish prior to landing or boating the catch caused by sharks, other fish, mammals, or propellers that remove or penetrate the flesh, unquote, disqualifies the catch. Man, if that fish had caught, if the one they had brought in had counted, they would have won $3.5 million. Yeah, think about that for a second 3.5 million dollars uh now sushi ends up winning 2.77 because they didn't have a 500 pounder but uh man that's just crazy uh and i ha- you hate it for them but they knew the rules and it is what it is uh but uh man just like i said just sad i, I feel bad for uh, sensation feel good for sushi but we'll talk we'll, we'll jump into a little bit more of that with uh our good friend Mark Panicelli in a little bit. Busy B, uh, Rob Bizzell uh, had another fun week. I didn't uh, didn't place in anything, but I was, uh, you know, we always monitor him uh, when he's out there, and they had a good time, had a really good time. And uh, hey, there's always next year, and I, one of these years are going to happen. It's how I feel about Cliff Godwin in ECU baseball. It's kind of feel how I feel about Rob Bizzell. One of these years, it's going to happen, and he's going to be uh, on the leaderboard. And uh, hey. Can't wait for that. Can't wait for that. Listen, the East Coast Invitational begins Thursday in Jacksonville. We're going to do the show live from uh, from Jacksonville on Friday. We'll have Wells Gullage. Uh, we'll bring you a bunch of good guests, probably Perry Tindall, as uh, he's getting the uh, the Vikings ready here in the offseason. So uh, that's going to be a lot of fun. But the East Coast Invitational begins Thursday. It's Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and then Championship Sunday. We will be there. Uh, Todd Bartley, I'm going to be working for him. Uh, we are a sponsor of the East Coast Invitational, the Brian Hank Show is. And, uh, again, just very excited about that, and we'll be bringing you uh, games all, uh, Thursday night, all day Friday. Now, I have a wedding to go to on Friday night, so I won't be there uh, half the day on Friday, but I will be there all day Saturday and Championship Sunday. So uh, pretty excited about that. The uh, I think it's the 21st, 22nd edition of the east coast invitational is just a great summer camp that uh, wells gullage does every year and again we'll be talking to him we'll be talking to perry tyndall uh we'll have uh some other great guests uh, uh todd bartley will definitely be joining us too to talk about it so getting you ready for that that is this week the college world series man my heart is broken we'll uh get into a little bit of that with uh with Panicelli here in just a few moments the nba draft is this thursday and this news broke uh, after we got off the air on Friday, uh, we knew the Hornets were going to be sold. Uh, they had already found their owners, but, uh, the Hornets did close the sale for majority owner, uh, Michael Jordan to Gabe Plotkin and Rick Schnall on Friday. So, uh, I guess the fourth ownership group now to own the, uh, Charlotte Hornets and, uh, man, I just hope they can do something. Uh, having the second overall pick is definitely going to help this Thursday. Let's see what they do with it. Uh, I can't, Man, i got to tell you, Richard Clark will be joining us tomorrow on our first hour, and we have got a lot to talk to him about with the NBA draft. We're going to get his mock draft uh, tomorrow, at least uh, the lottery picks and his uh, thoughts for each one of those if we think there are going to be any trades between now and uh, Thursday night. So uh, looking forward to uh, having uh, Richard on to talk about that. But let's talk about our guests we're having the rest of the week before we pull. Panicelli up here with us. Uh, uh, today, like I said, I mean, Mark, uh, here in a little bit, Shannon Plymouth in our second hour tomorrow, Richard Clark in our first hour, Catherine Pearson and Jessica Cruz from LCC. We're going to be talking about Matilda, which begins soon out at, uh, at LCC. And again, the Brian Hank show is a sponsor of Matilda. Very, very pleased to be a part of that. And, uh, can't wait for that. can't wait to have Catherine on and Jessica Cruz, uh, Wednesday show. We're going to have Michael Martin on making his debut As our regular Wednesday guest, he'll be live with us here. And then live from Omaha, Nebraska, we'll have uh, George Whitfield on in our second hour. So that's going to be a lot of fun. Thursday, uh, we're going to have Shane Albee on, uh, our regular first-hour guest. we love us some Shane. Then what? Catherine Pearson back on again? Yes, we're going to have her back on. And then uh, a man known only as Prudencio. Okay, he's known by more than that. But uh, they've got me all excited about him. was talking to Richie Honeycutt about... uh, about uh, Prudencio, so looking forward to having him and Catherine Pearson on the show on Thursday. And then Friday, like I said, live from the ECI in Jacksonville, uh, Paul Whittington will be on our Spence Automotive guest line in the first hour, and then Wells Gulledge, probably Todd Bartley. We'll try to get Perry Tindall. We might get one of those, some of those on uh, earlier in the week, but we'll, we'll see, but definitely we're going to be live from the ECI in Jacksonville. Hey, a couple of things that I cannot believe I'm so mad at myself because he's such a faithful listener and such a good guy. Ricky Whaley, uh, one of our uh, buddies, just one of the great guys had eye surgery last week and, uh, man, I wanted to send out well wishes to him and I just, I dropped the ball on that. He's not even said a word about it. He's been such a good guy about it, but it just hurts my feelings that I forgot about it. And, uh, Listen, Ricky, love you, buddy. I hope you're uh, feeling better. Hope your eye is healing quickly. We need to get you back out on the mic. On uh, he was my backup last year. He and Shane Albee, uh Well, I guess it was a couple of seasons ago. Uh, Ricky was, and then Shane Albee uh, just busted in and has just done such a great job. But Ricky, love you, buddy. I hope you're starting to feel better, and uh, we're, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna hopefully see him one day this week too. Uh, also i just mentioned her richie honeycutt man richie just uh she looks like she's been in a couple of fights okay she's had a couple of bad luck things but uh saturday was out in her yard working and uh cut up her hand a little bit with an electric uh hedge clipper so if you see uh richie she i hope i didn't break any HIPAA rules by announcing that but we love us some richie honeycutt linda and i after uh, linda's birthday party on uh on Saturday, we went by her house and hung out with her a little bit, and hope you're feeling better. Really do. Uh, we again, I got to tell you, I love Richie Honeycutt. Would not be where I'm at right now without her, and that's the absolute truth. And so, hopefully, she's starting to feel better. Okay, tell you what, let's get a mark up here on the line. Before we do that, though, let me tell you about Lenore Community College for 65 years. LCC has helped men and women in our area tangibly improve their lives. LCC's mission is to meet the personal, cultural, and professional educational needs of its students through affordable, accessible, and innovative educational programs. LCC has its main campus right here in Kinston at 231 Highway 58 South, but it also has satellite campuses in Greene County and Jones County. Call LCC at 252-527. Oh, that's never a good sound. (laughs) Uh, Call LCC at 252-527-6223. Visit their website at lenorecc.edu or visit one of their beautiful campuses in Kenston, Snow Hill, or Trenton to find out how you can change your life today. And joining us right now on our Spence Automotive guest line, I'd, I only had just a little bit of a heart attack as I heard your message. I think you're going to get to hear some of the LCC read on your voicemail, okay? Fantastic. Well, happy Monday to you, sir. Happy Monday to you, too, my friend. And uh, this is Mark Panicelli from well i'm brian hanks on the uh <laughs> dude it's monday man it's already been a, a great day already <laughs> when i say great day i'm being sarcastic uh it's mark Panicelli from 252 espn the drive with mark Panicelli monday through friday 5 p.m on 107.5 uh it, it doesn't matter here in lenore county mark if it's kind if, it, if that signal is coming from a new burner if it's coming from Greenville, i just love that Tune in to 107.5 somewhere in Lenora County. You'll hear the, uh, the 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 how do you say it? the dulcet sounds of yes.
1: the dulcet tones of Mark <laughs> Pennicelli in the afternoon. I love but, it.
0: Uh, how are you yes, doing, my friend?
1: Yes. I'm doing good. I'm doing good summertime man summertime is here it's the summer of linda i hear
0: (laughs) it's Uh, indeed the summer of linda you are 100 percent correct she is uh uh, her birthday we had her birthday party this this past saturday at historic ranger stadium and but her birthday isn't officially until tomorrow dude we're going dude you want to know how good of a summer we're going to dc as you know in a couple of weeks because uh, my boy Panicelli hooked me up with some uh, Washington National tickets. Not just me, but Paul also. And so we're going to go enjoy uh, a couple of uh, Nationals games. But then, dude, she's going to Alaska uh, the last week of July. How about that,
1: dude? Uh, oh, man, it's going to be phenomenal. I mean, there's this, I'm excited for you. I'm excited for you. Summer of Linda is has gotten off to a great start. And can I do this? Let me do this. Please. Uh, Down East Wood Ducks I heard you talking about this earlier uh, So this has been a couple of Years ago but my oldest child Had one of his birthday Parties there And so I want to vouch I will affirm What you said uh, That it was a great time One of the I'd say better birthday parties We ever had uh, There's always something to do There's such a great area for kids uh, To hang out The food was excellent my son called a foul ball. By what? the way, How about that, right? Yeah, I know. All the games I've been to, this was like his first minor league game, and he catches the foul ball. <laughs> uh, so, um, but but we had a great time. And, and and again, there's there's plenty to do for the kids. And there's, and again, I think great stuff for the adults as well. Uh, it is, as I, I vouch, if you're looking for a unique experience, it's not just going out to go watch a baseball game. You get to do that too. But there's so much to do. So have your next uh, birthday party or party in general uh, with uh, with the Downey's Wood Ducks. So there Listen you go. There's to my. That.
0: I love it. It sounds like when I used to come on your show, and I won't mention the sponsor because <laughs> I don't think they're a sponsor anymore. But you have, I, yes. I I loved singing their uh, their theme song and all that. I got to tell you, the only negative to uh, Saturday's birthday party at uh, Historic Granger Stadium with the East Wood Ducks had nothing to do with them. It wasn't their fault. But uh, Brian North and Jonathan Massey. Kept They went over to the play area and kept going down the slides, and they had to call security because uh, 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 North got stuck in a slide, okay?
1: <laughs> that would have been worth me going <laughs> just to see that, man. I would have loved that, but uh, that does not surprise me. But, uh, okay, in the, good inter- time. In the interest good of
0: full time. disclosure, that didn't really happen, but I thought it was funny, and it just occurred to me, and North will we'll like just- it.
1: Who's going to know it? I mean, if we just <laughs> say it, everybody that just heard that part, just forget you heard that. Let's start the rumor that Brian North got stuck on a slide at the Downey's Wood Ducks game during a birthday party.
0: I love it, dude. And you know you have to mention Let's it. During your, rum- you'll have to mention it during your 5 o'clock broadcast today, too, okay? I will. And when I have him on again, I'll say, hey, I heard this vicious <laughs> rumor about you
1: getting stuck in the, in the slides. At uh, Granger Stadium, so yeah, we'll we'll, we'll do that I We'll love do it. I, uh, love I think he'll play along nicely too. He's he's a he's excellent with the ad lib Is Brian, North and stuff. he
0: is, and he's just like you and I. That he's such a good dude. Not well, you and I? We really are good dudes, but he's so self deprecating too. I mean, you know what? And he's he's like you. I mean, I can't say this about me. I mean, you got listen, and I have a fifty four year unblemished record of flaming heterosexuality. Okay, <laughs> but I got to tell you. Brian North's a pretty doggone good-looking guy, too. You know what? I mean, you know, I, I got to say, you know, he's got a face for
1: TV. I've been waiting to throw that back at the TV people's face. But there you go, Brian. I don't know if that really works the same way with that radio bit. He keeps throwing at me about my face being <laughs> nah, made for radio. Dude, but, you're a but damn good-looking
0: a- man, dude. I'm telling you, <laughs> Panicelli, you are my friend. And I think we've we've grown close over the last couple of years, man. You're a doggone good-looking man, dude.
1: Well, I appreciate it, and I appreciate you mentioning your staunch record of heterosexuality
0: before saying all this, Uh,
1: but you're, you know what? You're pretty good looking yourself
0: there, Brian. Uh, Don't sell
1: yourself short, sir.
0: As long as Linda Whittington thinks so, that's all that matters, right? That's all that matters, and I'll say this, and I'm not just saying it,
1: because people always say, oh, you're just saying it. Is this what people say. Beauty really comes from the inside, people. And the older you get, the more you'll realize that. Amen.
0: Let me tell you, some of the prettiest people I know have ugly souls, Mark Panicelli. Oh, my gosh.
1: Well, not all of them. But no, I yeah, didn't, no, no, no. I didn't some. say, oh, I said some yeah, of yeah. the
0: prettiest people I right. know on the outside. Yeah,
1: no, no. I think everybody, male or female, whatever, whatever. If you've met someone, <laughs> you've met someone. That or or before they said anything, you thought, my gosh, this is one incredibly amazing, attractive, beautiful specimen. And then they opened their mouth and said eight (laughs) sentences and you were like, oh, my God, run, run, (laughs) run. Everybody run. So, yes, beauty is definitely uh, comes from inside. And again, not just saying that just to be saying it. And not just because there's not enough sports for us to feel this. Oh second. my That's God, right. we've
0: got a ton of sports. <laughs> but I have to, I, can, can I brag for a second? This is the first time you've come yes. on since. The Brian Hanks Show has become an award-winning show. Did you hear that we were I, named the Small Business of the Year by the Lenore County Chamber of Commerce?
1: I did, and congratulations to you. It's well-deserved, and uh, I did. And so uh, I couldn't, again, uh, I again all, all of the, you just kudos and uh, superlatives. You've done a fantastic job and, and a well-deserved award, and and it's not just because you're you're fortunate, and it's not even just because you're. Uh, you know, you just you're surrounded by great people. It's because I found out today. Now, if you guys heard this today, I heard this. This is an accurate. Well, I guess this is the stat reported by the Brian Hanks Bureau of Statistics and Information. Is
0: boy, uh, wait, wait, wait a only, minute. There's such a well, thing.
1: I guess yes. The Brian Hanks. Uh, uh. It's, well, I see. I already forgot my fake my fake <laughs> institution. Um. So from what I am to understand. You were only wrong one in a hundred times. The Summer of Linda has gotten off to a weird start. When I, I, Can Linda vouch that you were only wrong one out of a hundred times? Because that is some pretty precise accuracy there, sir, that you are dealing with there. That's some, that's some mental acumen there, I would say. Ooh, did you just use the word
0: acumen? I did on a Monday. Dude, I am so <laughs> impressed. But, dude, listen. I said this, uh, and I, I haven't even done a Facebook post yet, man. Other people have been kind enough to do posts, and I just – i listen, I haven't even – there were eight people who wrote letters for me, and Linda organized the whole thing, and, dude, I'm just so blown away and still just – I'm having trouble wrapping my mind around it. But, dude, I, as someone who's hosted a show yourself for, what, 15, 16, 17 years now, mm-hmm. I didn't even know a show was a small business. Did you? Uh uh, yeah. Okay. Good, but, okay.
1: <laughs> but no, and all, and all, in all, in all, you know, I think you just didn't realize that you were, you were in the running yeah, for it. You know, I you don't so. kind of consider yourself uh, being a part of that, um, because really, part of what we do is oft- oftentimes being an extension of the small business communities. Uh, for what we do uh, in, in the intimate uh, communities that we work in, um, oftentimes, yes, we've got great partners who are, you know, bigger business. Now I'm going to use some of your good folks here, like Lenore community college or, or the hospital, et cetera. But you know, it's, uh, the the Spence automotive, right? It's uh, it's the, it's the, it's the small business owner with the fabric of Americana, if you will. Um, and so go go eco with Jacques
0: Passelig, you know?
1: Yeah, absolutely. And what, what it is, is you sort of, you don't really see yourself in that same, you just sort of, you know, you I think what we do a lot of times is we feel like we're just sort of like um, a force multiplier. You know, we, we try to get the names of these these folks oh, out
0: a to good the world. Way to put it. That is a very you good know what way I mean? And, yeah, and, yes, yes.
1: and so you don't consider yourselves one of the entities, but, but you are, but you, you absolutely are. And, and again, well-deserved for everything you do. Uh, not just, from a, like physical jobs, because as we say, you do have uh, you know somewhere in the eighty or ninety—I uh, don't know how many jobs you actually have there—but it's a lot. And uh, but in all seriousness, well-deserved award, and um, and 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 I think the community is is great to have your voice out on the airwaves, and uh, and 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 let's be honest, as you said, uh, it extends beyond that. As you bump into people all the time uh saying that they've heard you uh you know either on 960 or on on uh espn 107.5 so congratulations
0: brian well dude and the brian ain't
1: show well thank you and thank jonathan you. and john and i'm <laughs> sorry because we always forget about those guys so oh my congratulations God, everybody and and the summer of linda wouldn't be <laughs> if i didn't say you know producer extraordinary linda so, uh, yes, congratulations,
0: Brian. Dude, and I didn't just say that to get you to praise me for a couple of minutes, although i got to admit, dude, uh, I don't know if I'll be able to get my head out through the door uh, after listening to all that. <laughs> but the main reason I wanted to say, and I said it on Friday's show too, and I hope you had a chance to hear it, Mark, this doesn't exist without you. And there are there's a handful of people this show does not exist without. And I'm telling you, dude, I would not have done that if you and Sam hadn't welcomed me with open arms into your studio for what, seven or eight shows? Linda and I were trying to figure it out. It was at least seven or eight shows. You let me sit back and you didn't I don't even know if you really realized it at the time, but I was sitting there watching you because I watched you solo a couple of times and then you and Sam a few times too. And I watched how you did stuff. I watched how you talked to your guests. I watched and so people when they listen to my show from three to five on one oh seven point five two five two ESPN, and then they listen to you. It is. I'm, I'm just, I feel like I'm an extension of the drive with Mark Panicelli and I mean that sincerely, dude. I got to Yeah. And I don't get it twisted. I've done some of my own stuff, you know, like, uh, but dude, I got a lot of the way you talk to guests, the way that you do your show. I got that from you. So I just want main thing was just a, an appreciation to you, Mark. I mean, dude, nobody does it better. There's a lot of sports talk shows in our mark in between my market and yours and Greenville and Newbern and Dude, nobody does it better than you, and, I, and I'm not trying to, you know, piss anybody off. I'm just telling you, dude, nobody does it better than you, and I have told you that. I mean, when I am in Greenville, or I'm not in Newburn much, but when I'm in Greenville in that 5 o'clock hour and I get to hear you, or if I'm out and about driving around on 107.5s on my phone, or I mean, uh, in my car, dude, you treat your guests with respect. You are knowledgeable. You're funny as crap. I mean, dude... An hour with Mark Panicelli goes by way too fast, dude. Yeah, that's what she said. <laughs> um,
1: <but laughs> nice. No, no, no. Um, thank you, Brian. I, I look, you know, I I really do appreciate it, and uh, you know, it's uh, it has been my pleasure. I I consider us, you know, we we've been working together now for uh, for a couple of years. So it's it, while we do separate shows, uh, and uh, at one time. You know, we had the most friendliest uh, morning rivalry. Uh, yes, you know, we of did. Of course, we we were all on at the same time, uh, and decided no, we're just going to mix the shows together. Which is, you know, again, we still brag. Nobody's ever done that, <laughs> uh, and uh, and nobody ever will. The mega uh, cast, true, mega cast. That was the <laughs> that was the thing. But but all all again, uh, congratulations on the award. I think it should be. Uh, the first of, of many for you, uh, and, uh, and you know, again, I, I love the Brian Hanks show. You know, I'm a fan, uh, and so, again, I really appreciate your kind words to me, and, and, uh, and we love having you here on ESPN Radio well, uh, in the afternoons today, even though we're only going to get you for an hour today because the Nationals
0: <laughs> are playing some day baseball. Well, I tell you what, let us, uh, dude, we sit here and we've stroked each other for uh, five, ten minutes. Let's, uh, yeah, <laughs> you would love what, we'll okay, Linda, there. Linda's, we're green, we're there. yeah, let's stop her. Linda just brought me a Lipton green tea citrus uh, because she's such a great producer and almost tripped over the cat. <laughs> <laughs> I, I am not joking. She almost, you almost heard her crash into uh, my headphones here, dude. That would have been a catastrophe. I'm sorry. Oh, Dad, <laughs> ah, goes, dad ah. goes. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Let me get uh, it queued up here. Wait a minute. What did you say it was? It was,
1: that would have been a catastrophe.
0: Yeah. How about that,
1: dude? nice nice did you get anything nice from molly for
0: father's day dude i did in fact i got a card from her a very nice card today is nice. father i won't read the whole thing but it was a very she even signed it herself and put wolf Woof" on there love molly nice how was your so father's sweet. day dude
1: uh well uh i i got mine was done uh sadly via telephone okay so uh because there's a, some, uh, uh, one of my, uh, my oldest kid is sick, so we didn't want to mix everybody together and have everybody get sick. So we're doing a delayed Father's Day at a at a later date. But I did get to to talk to each of them and stuff. So, I, you know, my, my Father's Day was really, really quiet. So. Okay. Which was okay, because in the end, don't you feel like a lot of the time <laughs> that's what fathers want? Could just give me a few minutes of peace and quiet, so it was, it was a it was a it was a nice day, and uh,
0: uh, you know, so
1: happy Father's Day. Hope it was a great Father's Day weekend to all the fathers out there.
0: Absolutely, and John, 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 and Jonathan, both of them fathers now. That it's awesome. Okay, dude, we have got about twenty minutes left here, and I'm gonna. I love doing this. I'm gonna give you uh, Dilly's choice here. We got three big things to talk about on my list, and I'm gonna let okay. you pick what we do. Are we gonna talk first? Or are we gonna talk the Big Rock controversy? Are we gonna talk? college world series or do you want to talk nba draft so there you go you pick mark Panicelli. what we talk about first big rock college world series or nba draft
1: it tell that college world series seemed to be like a little dip in enthusiasm there but the uh, let's let's go with the local story um as everybody you look it be, it became a polarizing story over the weekend because of exactly what. Uh, if you listeners were uh, listening earlier, Brian was talking about it. This controversy, late. I mean, I mean, uh, I think you just said like right at the buzzer. It was uh, this, uh, this 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 uh, uh, boat. Uh, well, uh, was it Sensation? I'm trying to think of it. Yep, uh, yep. Was the they they catch this 600 pound, 619 pound fish that gets them um, end up ends up getting disqualified. And because it's got a shark bite on it, and then there's all this controversy. It's, and it's amazing because now it's cost that it would have been a, a, a what, three-plus-million-dollar prize. And it's interesting because, I've again, I remember every year I I go into this since this happened, and I remember talking to you about this in 2010, the biggest controversy we've ever had in this thing was a a, a winner was disqualified once because one of the crews – uh, on the boat did not get their saltwater fishing license, and so they weren 't allowed to 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 hold the prize but this is by far one because I think that was only like eight hundred thousand i say only eight hundred thousand you know like in a <laughs> that 's one of my bank accounts but anyway so eight hundred thousand dollars and then it it just tells a comparison to the three point five all inflation aside but this isn't this isn 't even a human error; this is one of those where obviously. You know, a shark was involved, but and again, what has been really fun and is often the best and worst part about sports or life is reading the comment section because it's either really entertaining or it's a sad perspective on humanity sometimes. But <laughs> a said, lot of times, <laughs> I, I I I love seeing the uh, air quotes expert fishing. Uh, rules the 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 experts that were chiming in on this particular thing, but I thought that was probably interesting to have it be that sort of story uh that had 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 controversy because again as i said it's it 's sort of this again it happens every year we always cover it because it 's one of the big sporting events we all know that it 's you know fishing tournaments don 't necessarily i mean if you measure them against college football et cetera they don 't really hold the, the the weight of interest to most of our listeners except for this time of year when the local people are certainly interested but you know i'm kind of surprised this hasn't uh you know at least been picked up nationally to some degree because it's just uh, intriguing and it's got a little bit of controversy uh involved in it and anytime somebody you know loses 3.5 million dollars on, on a little rules technicality that that, that that's that's certainly noteworthy but you gotta love it. It's everything you want in a sporting event, right? Drama and uh, and theater. So, uh, kudos to the Big Rock Idol. They certainly can't script it any better
0: than that. Well, I'm telling you, if you wrote a movie about this, or if you wrote a script about this and tried to sell it, I'm not sure anybody would have believed it, dude. They they hook the fish. The deadline was Sunday at three o'clock, okay? And the final two hours, yes. they hook it at about two fifteen. Okay. Think about it. They've been out there fishing. What? I think you're allowed to be out on the water five of the seven days of the tournament. I know that because of uh, Rob Azell here in Kinston, who has been a part of it for 25 years now. And so of the a seven day period. You pick out what are your off days. But so they have been out there four previous days. They're down to the last 45 minutes of the tournament mark. And then they, they hook it. They know it's significant. They can't even see it. It's so deep in the water that they can't even see it on their depth finder in the beginning, but they just knew by feel that, listen, this is pretty significant. They call it in with 45 minutes left, and then they battle that son of a gun for, what, for six hours or something like that, four and a half, five, six hours, finally get it in the boat. There were 10. Now, I wasn't out there. I kind of wish I'd gone now in in a way, Mark, but 10,000 people awaiting uh the uh the sensation coming in they're all chanting you know weigh that fish weigh that fish um (laughs) seriously did you see the video uh i did I did. i did it was awesome and then they don't really realize they don't even really realize when they've got it in the boat i guess that you know that the mutilation or whatever until they hang it they see that it looks like it's been bitten by sharks they go to the rule book. They decide not to. And dude, I stayed up Saturday night just to keep up with all this. Dude, like you said, I love it. I don't give a crap about fishing all year long, dude. Until what the week of the Big Rock, and for whatever reason, <laughs> Mark, you said to us, "Oh, I become a, a fishing expert too." You know, even though no, I've not been out on a, a boat in the Atlantic, but I do. I become, and then you know, then they start passing around all this information about the IGFA. And even though this is one of the things that got me, Mark, and, okay, it's my turn to, you ready for my hot take? Sure. Why do they, they don't go, it's not an IGFA tournament. It's not because IGFA, if you're one of their tournament tournaments, you can only have one person fight the fish and the big rock. You can, in fact, they had three or four different people that fought this blue Marlin on uh, Saturday night. So why is it? They just, What's the word I'm looking for, where you just pick and choose your rules. This seems to be one of those uh, rules where they just, you know, I had never heard of that before, that a fish couldn't be meat. Well, that's not true because there was one several years ago. Remember the 900-pounder that they brought in, that when they pulled it up to put it on the boat, they scraped some of the meat off of it because it was so Uh. huge. And they almost got, but they didn't even disqualify that one. So here's my thing. Like I said, here's my hot take. If you are going to use IGFA rules for this, why aren't you using IGFA rules for all for the entire tournament, Mark? How's that for a hot take, dude? Yeah, I mean, IGFA, <laughs> uh, IDGAF, IDGA, know. I can't I remember anything, dude. That's uh, awesome. That's awesome. <laughs> the, hey, now, the, can, can you tell me what IGFA stands for?
1: The uh, the International Gaming and fishing
0: association. You were so close. I mean you basically it. it's an international game fish association. But dude look at game you, fish. man. Dang it. No, dude, dude, well, dude. Yeah. I, I would have get. Hey, hey, if we been on I Jeopardy, I would have given that to you, okay? <laughs> yes. Well I'm just
1: saying I am from Vanceboro where outdoors stuff is, you know, it's 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 I would say it runs per capita a little <laughs> higher and than than some other areas. But uh but that being said how about this the so best headline from the tournament was c Student nabs whatever the fish was did you see this headline I did and by not. the way where was it? What one. where was it at uh it, I, it was uh, d- 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 I believe it was our friends over uh, I believe it was tr- uh, trevor's people uh so it may have been the Sun journal or just the the triumphant or whatever the the papers but the, the it was literally titled like c student nabs uh, some sort of, you know, went fish or whatever. And people literally took it as what do his grades have anything to do with it? (laughs) It was the name of the boat. And it's hilarious. It's absolutely hilarious. It's, uh, it's, I I love stuff like that, you know, and it's, it's great. It wasn't just one person too. literally people had to come on and explain, Hey people, it's the name of the boat. But I love uh, it. fantastic stuff. I love a good headline. I'm sure you've seen a few in your time. A few, oh, I've a read. Few dude, what are you whoa, whoa,
0: whoa, 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 whoa. Dude, you are talking to a three-time North Carolina Press Association Headline of the Year Award winner, dude. Whoa, Brian ha- dude! Okay. I, I, my, the best one I ever did. Well, we won't get into all this because, dude, we've, we're really running. I cannot believe we're running we out of time here. But I've got to tell you this. One of the best ones I ever did was – uh, it was a full page of you're going to love this being a Carolina fan of Roy Remember when he would get down in his crouch and you would see yeah. his face, you know, just get all twisted up. It was an associated press photo of him doing that with his hands up in the crouch and he had his mouth open. And my headline was "Hell Yeah. <laughs> How about that? Cause they beat somebody. Yeah, I believe it was, I believe it was a Duke game. I think they won at Duke. And uh there that was my it. headline was heel. Yeah" and I <clears throat> your boy uh Brian won a uh, NCPA for that dude, okay? Excellence nice. in journalism, okay?
1: Man, we're, we're, do
0: you have a room full of all these awards? Uh, my man cave. If in you, the would, hardware ever, if over you would ever come, dude, you'd see my man cave where i I've, I've got- been there before. What are you talking <laughs> about?
1: You, every time I go there, you're just trying to feed me all the time. Uh. Sit in front of this TV and eat this food. <laughs> well, dude, when
0: you got a celebrity in your house, man, like Mark Panicelli. You got to treat him like a doggone celebrity, okay? Oh, you are too kind. Well, okay. final thoughts, in because and I didn't even mention U.S. Open. I want to get at least a minute or two out of U.S. Open out of you. So, Big Rock, do you okay? Brass tacks here, Mark. What would you have done? Do you follow the rules to the T, or do you maybe bend them a little bit and say, you know, it is what it is? He still brought in a six, almost 620 pounder, and award. Give the man his money uh is the way I would do, it. in my opinion. I think they could have. Uh, I wouldn't say bend the rules, but they could have uh, maybe adapted them a little bit. I think. The, I think the sensation should have got their three point five.
1: I think so too, and I know I need to be quick about it, but you're right. We 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 use the phrase. If you wrote wrote a script, I feel like if this were one of those great '80s kind of, I don't know, John Cusack uh, comedies or whatever. You know, it's like they the the this 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 this. This boat team, they needed to win this to save the family restaurant from the evil tycoon (laughs) who was going to turn it into a condominium complex. And they won the tournament, and they should have won. But anyways, in all seriousness, I'm with you. It was just such a great story. And let's be honest. Again, I, like you, am not a fishing expert. I may pretend to be one, uh, you know, a week out of the year. But that being said, what kind of story? How many buzzer beater stories do you get in oh. fishing tournaments? And I'm sure there are some, but there, there, very few of them include a 619-pound <laughs> fish. So there you go. That's what I say about it. I say you the better story should prevail. Well, as, a, as a fan of sports theater, the better story should have prevailed
0: i agree with you wholeheartedly and uh again listen i know you were talking about the jacksville daily news and newburn sun journal i gotta give some love because i was following all week and it's free their site is free is uh, carolinacoastonline.com carolina coast as you know richard clark uh, is the news director there and uh they just provided i mean that's who i was following saturday They did a great job but again go to CarolinaCoastOnline.com, jj smith and uh what is uh zach nally they've just done great coverage of that all week long okay what's next then mark u.s open uh college world series nba draft we've basically got two minutes each to talk about them so w- w- what you got
1: uh okay uh wow how about Wyndham clark uh yep. for got to make the what what to, to win a major and, and to, to, to make the cut like for it to be a guy who was what was he ranked like 4000 a year ago <laughs> it, it's a great story and he did it against some of the biggest names in golf and we always know Sunday's produce the golf legends and when you can do it on the on the on the majors on a Sunday uh, on that final round i mean uh, you know, it's forever etched in stone now, uh, or in this case, a plaque. But that being said, <laughs> a, I think a great round of golf by him, and 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 a great tournament. And as I said, it's the kind of story we we were just talking we were just talking about sports, theater, and great stories. I mean, this is you know, in all honesty, the kind of stories we love. A guy who goes from just relative obscurity, in essence, to to, to winning the U S open, which is just, uh, you know, again, a, a great phenomenal story. And it, it, again, to do it with those, against those names, uh, I just think was, was, uh, was great. So, uh, uh congratulations to Wyndham Clark.
0: Absolutely. And I agree with you wholeheartedly there. I got to ask you, I had some shekels in this week. I entered a couple of pools. And so that, not that I don't already love the U S open. I love the U S open dude, but, uh, so I watched a lot more of it than I than I usually do, dude. Two thoughts immediately come out to me uh, here uh, about the U.S. Open this week, Mark. Number one was I have never seen so many missed putts. There were, I mean, and I'm not talking about twenty foot twenty footers. Mark, I'm talking about those three- to four-footers that alleged <laughs> professionals are supposed to make in their sleep. And I don't know. There was a couple of holes, I think it was 14 or 15, where it looked like there was a little lip around the uh, around the hole itself. Because I remember one point, and I, don't even ask me who it was. Cause I watched, like I said, I watched so much golf this weekend, where the guy putted it, and it went... All around the hole, went 75% away around the hole and didn't go in. I don't know if you saw that part or not. But then secondly, um, I just didn't think that he was going to hold on. I mean, because he led, what, after the second round? Or he was up there at the second round. Then he started yeah. to fade in the middle of the third round on, uh, what do they call it, getaway day or whatever they call uh, mm-hmm. Saturday. And so I thought he was done, and I thought, like you did, hey, uh, Scotty Scheffler was making a run. I mean, Rory was uh, up there at the top, too the big names are going to come through so to be able to have the uh just the the resolve mark that's what blew my mind about him mm-hmm. and he's a true champion in that resolve in that thought don't you think so
1: absolutely i mean it's uh you know, again to come back as you as you mentioned uh to to do it and to do it in the in the face of guys you mentioned that Rick <laughs> Fowler of course was one of the guys up there on the leaderboard too so uh, i but I, I love these anytime I see professional golfers who I know would crush me and take all of my money. Um, the, but when I see them, like when I like my best golf is like that, where I have a, a short putt and like I get it and it just it glips right around oh. the hole and it doesn't go in. And then I end up double bugging it. But anyways, uh, anytime I see the pro golfers, at least slightly resemble what I look like on the golf course, I kind of like it, but, uh, they 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 do get it on the green a lot more than I do. But but that being said, again, congratulations, Wyndham Clark. A great tournament, and uh, you know, let's see, if he can, if if this is a launching point, or you know, does with or do we go? Oh yeah, Wyndham
0: Clark. That's right, he did win that. He one. did. Yeah, and that's what we'll be doing forever more. Okay, uh, NBA. I'm gonna go ahead and choose NBA draft because I really want your thoughts with you carrying the Hornets games on uh, one hundred seven point five and two five two ESPN. I you uh, for the next ninety seconds, uh Mark Panicelli. You are the GM of the Charlotte Hornets. Do you trade that number two and try to get? Dude, there are rumors about Zion Williamson maybe coming to Charlotte. I, I saw one about Brandon Ingram potentially coming to uh, Charlotte in a trade. But you are the GM of uh, the Charlotte Hornets. Do you make the pick? If so, who's it going to be, or do you try to trade that pick? Oh, gosh,
1: this is a, such a big conversation. But uh, the short answer is yes, I do trade it because, okay. one, is if you had the number one pick and you had Webb and Yama, uh, that's sort of the guy who you think is going to be the transcendent guy, the instant success. It's not as if I don't think some of these other guys can't be great players, uh, all-stars, etc. It's still undetermined. But if you can give me a known commodity, if you get me Brandon Ingram – uh, the, I don't know that you – I mean, are you drafting Brandon Ingram at number two? I don't know. Uh, but I'll, I'll take the sure thing uh, over the chance if you're the Charlotte Hornets. Again, if you were the number one pick, there's no question. I don't trade that for anything in the world. But if the right guy can get in there. I like the idea of Zion, but I still question why he can't get on the floor. So I don't know if, Charlotte, you're just inheriting the Pelicans problem there. But if you can get Brandon Ingram or – Somebody who I know is going to be on the floor and can drop that kind of production, I'm all over it. I trade it, I, you know, right now. Let's do it. Let's trade it.
0: Full uh, lever. Dude, I love it. I absolutely love it. I, I don't think that's a bad idea either. I do. Our last thought on the NBA part, have you seen what the odds are that San Antonio Spurs pick uh, win by Yana at number one?
1: Yeah, I think it was okay. like what is it like plus three hundred thousand or something like that. Like you'd have to put some pretty serious money down on this. Even what, what, what I, I saw up.
0: now, they might be that, but the one I saw was legitimate. If you want to go to Vegas and put money down on it, it was ten thousand to one. So that means you would put ten thousand dollars down, Mark Panicelli, to win mm-hmm. one dollar. To win one dollar yeah <laughs> now you'd get your ten thousand dollars back but can you imagine sure. can you imagine making that band saying i'm putting ten thousand dollars on them, them picking, so you when you get your slip back it's ten thousand and one dollars
1: yeah, uh, to make any money off that, the the, the, <laughs> the, the book's not going to take your
0: money. I'm going to tell you, exactly. you that. They're not going
1: to take that bet. That's
0: so. awesome. Real so. quick, we're going to go about a minute into the second hour, but it is what it is. I at least wanted to get uh, College World Series thoughts from you, uh, man, and just – Virginia blowing that lead, uh, Sat or uh, Friday night they're up five to three going into the bottom of the ninth. They give up three runs in the bottom of the ninth, lose six to five. Then play a TCU team that I thought that I mean they were the odds-on favorite to win that game, and they lose that game three to two. Just console me, and then uh, and like I said, we're gonna have George Whitfield on live from Omaha, Nebraska on Wednesday to talk College World Series. But uh, your your forty-five second thoughts on uh, on uh, the College World Series, Mark. Um. Yeah, I, I wanted to say, you know, I thought there was certainly
1: a chance. I mean, when Virginia gets that runner on and it looks a little shaky, uh, then, you know, to follow it up with a strikeout was certainly heartbreaking. Uh, sorry for, for that for you uh, without, without question. You know, kind of heartbreaking for sure. Um, but, but, hey, uh, good season. Still made it to Omaha. Uh, Wake Forest still has a chance. I think they're in action tonight against LSU later tonight. That should be a lot of fun. Uh, there's also an elimination game at two o'clock today, uh, so uh, we'll see. Um, you know, again, look—I was really hoping the two ACC teams would uh, would, would stretch this out uh, a little bit longer, but uh, you know, but Wake's still
0: there, flying our ACC flags. So you know, go Deeks, go Deeks. Absolutely, go Deacons for sure. And it just—I guess—the thing that occurs to me the most is that luck is such a big factor in this yes you've got to be good yes you've got to have the pitching yes you've got to have timely bats and all that but you've also got to have there, there's a degree of luck to it too okay mark Panicelli, you are the best man uh again thank you very much well, you <laughs> dude you're awesome hey let's talk to you wednesday on our home and home what do you think um Okay, absolutely. <laughs> Very good. That is Mark Paticelli, 252 ESPN 107.5 in Greenville 107.5 in New Bern. Oh, my God. Sitting across from me right now, our second-hour guest is Shannon Plymouth. We're going to be talking to her here on the Brian Hank Show, presented by Lenore Community College.